conversation with Root Sports' Brad Adam. Brought to you by John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. Now with Brad Adam, here's Puck and the Guest Man. And we're live here from uh, Tumba Creek Golf Course for the uh, Russell Wilson Celebrity Invitational Raising Money for Strong Against Cancer, benefiting Seattle Children's Hospital. Uh, we had Russ uh, on earlier today in that uh, 10 o'clock hour, in case you missed that. Uh, that will be a podcast up at sportsradiokjr.com on the on-demand page. Uh, and that will be uh, up a few hours after the show. Also, uh, Wilson will join our guy Ian Furness, the mayor, uh, at about uh, 2 o'clock as uh, Ian will be out here as well. Uh, Wilson, uh, we bet him a dollar that uh, I did that he'd go left off the tee here at number one. Did not. He took two shots, both slices to the right. Uh, a guy who is uh, used to hitting a slice off the uh, first tee, especially with a big crowd watching, is our guy Brad Adam. He joins <laughs> us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline all the way from Baltimore, working his schedule around to join us at this very time. All brought to you by John Howie Stick. Hi, Brad. Hey, guys. I, I, usually I'm on the golf course when we do these, but now yeah. you guys are on. Impressive. Well, and I'm on in a manner right, of speaking. Hey, if it's a, well, yeah, if it's a dog leg right, that's when you got to slice it a little bit off the tee, Puck. Well, the, you know this that. you thing is, yeah, yeah. Have you played out here to Tumble Creek? I want to say I did once. I think Jamie Moyer used to have uh, a charity auction tournament out there once. I remember yeah. it being good. Yeah, well, it's wonderful. I haven't got the this invite is... to... to, to the Russell Wilson's uh, event, I have not got the invite. So, Well, if you were out here, you'd be the biggest celebrity. I guarantee that. <laughs> nah, not, not even true. No, not even no. Actually, it's a 1,000%. It's he's not kidding, Brad. You, you be, would you'd be, be a the big biggest star. star. You'd be a big star <laughs> if you were here. Do you guys get to play at all? Oh, no, they won't let us on the course. Yeah. There's no way they'll let us on no? the course. Okay. Yeah, no, they uh, they take a, a good look at us, especially me, and they go, uh, Sir, when you're done with the show, actually, I, I saw the guy that they put in charge to escort me out of here once the show's over at 1 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even get to, like, sit or, like, like, kind of loiter. They want me out of here as fast as possible. We're, we're just getting to enjoy the, the legendary Sun Cadia wind machine, which takes the wind that, that started oh, this good. morning on the Pacific Ocean and has been building up sure. a head of steam to dump down on us. It's good for your skin, though. It is good for the skin. That's true. That's true. Hey, how about, uh, nice. how about the... Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was yes, going to ask about the yeah, ball club you're covering. Oh, yeah. Nice trip so far, huh? <laughs> well, I, I thought last night, and it's been an ongoing theme, we've discussed it, is that, that A, it sure would be fun if they're going to be in it this year if Felix is pitching well, and B... He needs to pitch better. I mean, he's and all of a sudden now, over five games, he's strung together some decent performances. It's, it's a, it's a new level we're looking at. But uh, I, I thought you looked good last night. Looked like a bulldog when he had to hung in there. You know, get, had the rough inning, but but got out of it tied, and then they reversed Felix and scored a couple of runs and, and got him a win. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming that. everybody was pretty happy with that. Absolutely, and you look at the line, and it is a quality start. With the three runs and six, and you're like, well, maybe he's not dominating, but but for Felix and for the steps he's taken um, in the last five turns it has been good. And kind of the big challenge last night was, okay, he did this against Boston. We get that in New York, he did well. It's easy for him to get up for those type of uh, games and that type of atmosphere and teams. How would he do against a Baltimore team that's the worst team in the league? And kind of the last 
start you look at against kind of a, a sub-500 team, which was the Rays, and he lasted three innings in that one. So I thought he came out more focused in that first inning. Uh, he said it last night his fastball command was good. He had a bases loaded, no out situation that defense really helped him get out of. Uh, to keep it at a 3-3 game, he ended up getting the win. So I think there were encouraging signs with Felix. He's starting to feel better. Uh, he threw to Chris Herman last night for the first time. Um, so working him in a little bit as well. So I think a lot of positives. In, and when you get the win, everybody seems to be obviously happy with, 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 the, uh, with the effort and the, and the results. Brad, I thought the, uh, again, Brad Adam joining us from Baltimore on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, brought to you by uh, John Howie Steak. Now, Brad's going to say something here that's going to blow your mind in this segment. That literally is going to blow your mind, and you will not believe what he said. We're going to ask you at 1220 what that was. You're going to win 50 bucks uh, there to uh, John Howie Steak. I thought there were three big storylines. One we covered here with uh, with Felix, uh, and then also was the bullpen, the job by, by Colome, who, again, has been shaky, and the, the bullpen's been a little shaky. And then uh, the, the third one would be the defense. Boy, the defense last night was just outstanding. Span, his play in left field. I thought Segura made two great plays there at shortstop, and then Healy made a great stop there over there at first base. That was great to see last night from that defense. It was really good to see. And it's good to see Segura come back after missing those four games and, and really go all out in the field. You know, you weren't quite sure if his arm was going to be okay to throw like it was last night with that infection. And that was, it was pretty nasty looking, you know, you, you think mm. it's just like a little cut and how could it be bad? But it was, I mean, there was, it was swollen. It was a lot of pus. It was, it was nasty. So for him to come out and make those two plays, they scored runs on them, but it could have been a lot worse. You know, they kept it at three, three span uh, dies, it, it slides out there in left field to end the inning. And, um, Healy with the catch, and that's the way they've got to play, especially on the road. They've got to be able to score a little bit, and they have to be able to play defense and not give teams opportunities, because um, especially on the road, and that's kind of been the recipe that, that we saw again last night. Really a complete game. The bullpen came through with three scoreless, three hitless innings, led by Pazos. Uh, nice to see Colomay kind of own that eighth inning. He's going to need to do that, and then hand it over to Eddie Diaz. It's automatic. You know, I saw a stat today, guys. They're 43-0. and when they lead after the eighth inning, forty-three and zero. How about that? Automatic. Yeah, uh, by the way, if, if swollen with a lot of pus isn't in the answer to the Brad Adam question later on in the show, <laughs> I'm going to think we're we're not doing things right. Hey, what was uh, what was Service's overall take in, in talking to you on? You can either call it a thirteen or a fifteen game gauntlet. Let's call it fifteen. They played Houston twice, then they played Tampa three. We'll throw that out. Then they had the thirteen game stretch against the Angels and the Red Sox and the Yankees. They go seven and eight. Uh, you'd rather be you know ten and five. I get that, but they played pretty well. What what? How does he feel about his club having seen what they did during that stretch? Uh, he addressed it in his kind of. Um... I guess attitude and belief, and, and he said the players as well, was that they left a couple of games out there and they were not satisfied with, with, the, with what they've done. I mean, you mentioned 7-8, certainly not bad, but a couple of five-run leads that they let get away. Of course, the big one in Boston that, that, they, um, that they blew twice in that one. A New York game where, where they lost by one and were one for 12 with runners in scoring position. So they had opportunities, so they're not quite satisfied with the trip. I think they're encouraged knowing that they can play with these teams and beat these teams, and they were in a lot of these games. And I think what, what else we saw was that, one, they missed Segura for the four games. They lost three of those four games. It's tough when your hit, best hitter's not there and your shortstop. And, and I think we also saw that they'd still miss Robinson Cano. You know, no one really wants to talk about it or say that, but 
I mean, that bad in the middle of the lineup, especially being a left-hander, when they can't score in New York and they can't score in Boston, you know, he's kind of the one guy that you build the lineup around and pitchers have to worry about him or, or deal with crews after him. So I think you see them missing that big bat. And I think that there's, there's a confidence knowing that, you know, without those guys, they played really well, get those guys back. Plus, with the trade deadline, I'm sure Jerry's going to do something to help the team. You know, things are really going in a positive direction for these guys. Hey, I can't. Uh, Brad Adam again joining us uh, live from Baltimore, brought to you by John Howie Steak. He's on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. Now, I, I can't ask Divish to do this anymore because we can, I can't talk to Divish. Publicly, I can't right. talk to Ryan Divish anymore because of the Not embargo in place there by the Seattle Times. Oh. Yeah, you can't, I can't even acknowledge him. I can't even text him. Yeah. So I, I can't even have him ask this question. Now, Harold Reynolds, a former Mariner, and he was, he's on the uh, MLB Network. Harold Reynolds was on with Softy last week, and Harold said, you know what? In fact, I think they're a better baseball team without Robinson Cano. And I, I don't think that if he comes back, he shouldn't even play. I want you to go into Service's office this afternoon and tell him just that, and I want to see Service's reaction when you tell him that. <laughs> Film that. Video uh, that for us. Make, yeah, we'll do that. And make sure that I say Harold Reynolds you know, several times so he knows it's not coming from us. Um, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah! I mean, you throw Harold under the yeah. bus. I mean, I mean, it's it was his, it's his comments, not yours, Brad. I just want right. I want to see how long he goes in the facial expressions <laughs> before he gives a response to it. His face contorts a little bit, and then he'll say, "You, you know, to be honest, though, I think they are better defensively because D. Gordon has is I got a lot more range than than Cano. I think he can cover ground, and I think they can do maybe more with him shift wise at second. They certainly don't lose anything." And I think with Heredia in center, who we talked about, better than Gordon, who was still trying to learn the position. So I think kind of defensively they got better. But, I mean, come on. Cano's the, the best all-around hitter on your team. To have him not there it would be foolish to have him available in August and not play him. Now they're going to have to get creative to figure out where and how they will play him. Um, I don't think he'll play second every day. I don't know if he'll uh, you know, play first some, DH some. Um, I think they're going to get creative and, and figure things out, but you, you can't have that bat sitting on the bench not using it. So I, I half agree with Harold, but I think Cano's got to play. Well, I mean, it's going to be because I, I think there's – I agree, and I, I think you just said it there, and it's perfect. There's like a half-truth there. Defensively, I, I don't think there's a debate. They are, they are much better defensively without him there. They, they just are because Gordon is better than him, and Heredi is better Heredia. center fielder. And, but it's offensively you need his bat in the lineup, and that's why I think it, may, it makes it makes Service's job so difficult when he comes back because I think anyone acknowledges, I, I would think, that they are better defensively with, with him not there. But offensively, because of uh, how many right-handed bats they have, they need another left-handed bat in there, especially with Kyle Seeger not performing well at the plate. And that's another issue, too. Uh, with Seeger, maybe you start giving him a day or two off and move Healy over to third. You can have Cano play first, or uh, maybe even Gamble play first. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting to see w what what they do and how they use him. Um, but I, I don't think, and they're going so well right now, and they're playing so well right now. I, I don't think when he comes back, he's going to, um, you know, upset the players or you know demand to play this or that. I think I think he's. He's kind of humbled by it, but by the suspension and kind of what's happened, and I think he's going to really look to, to help the team any way he can, and I think he's going to be, um, be a good teammate and a good addition, and I think these guys 
the way they get along and kind of winning together on the field. I think that they'll be able to make it work. Although, like we said, they're going to have to be creative, and we'll see kind of kind of what they end end up doing. You know, we danced around a little bit, uh, Brad, and, and we're not joking. We would like you to go in and ask Scott this, but let's be honest. Scott Service and 31 <laughs> other – the 32 teams are 30 teams. However many managers are on baseball, 30 managers, every one of them would want Robinson Cano coming back to their lineup for a pennant race, even if they knew it was a an odd thing bringing him back. They're going to find a way to do it. They're going to want to find a way to get him involved because he's, he's just that good. Right, and I think most managers would just pencil him in number three and just be done with it. You know, he's a perfect number three hitter. Hit the ball to all fields. You really can't shift on him. Uh, he's taking more walks lately, getting on base more. Um, you know, a, a team guy offensively and someone that, that the other team has got to really worry about and really have to figure out pitch around. Do you, you want to go after him or you want to go after, you know, uh, Cruz, Seager, and Healy after that? So it, it makes a big difference, and especially in Parks, uh, at home, where a lefty has more power in right field, the ball flies out in safe go uh, better to right field. Certainly, Yankee Stadium, uh, you know, when projecting later in playoffs, uh, short right field porch. I mean, you need a left-handed bat to balance and also uh, to get some of these uh, short porches in the American League. Hey, uh, hey, Brad. Uh, just sitting down here at the Russell Wilson uh, Celebrity Invitational is uh, is Jermaine Curse. You remember Jermaine, former Washington great, former great here of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Jermaine, are you a uh, you big baseball fan? Uh, I can't say I am. Can't say you're him. All right, all right. Probably not a fan of Brad Adams. Yeah, and you probably don't like Brad Adams. If what? you saw Brad, I'm going to tell you, Jermaine. You, you, <laughs> if you like a guy with a good a good salad on top of his head, good hair, this guy we're talking to right now from Baltimore. He covers the Mariners for Root Sports. He's got the best hair in the business. Oh, really? It's unbelievable. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Yeah. I can't believe I still I don't even want to introduce you as a jet, but hey, I know power hey, to you. Hey, Brad, there and Brad's too. still on here. <laughs> you know, he's still here. Do you want to talk to Brad or do no. you want to talk to Jermaine? Well, I gotta say, we have to say goodbye to Brad first before and listen to start talking to Jermaine. All right. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Brad turned his back to me and it's, wow. <laughs> yes. like who? Wow. Get Brad is out of I was gonna. I was going to give uh, like uh, give, give Gas an opportunity to ask a question because this is what Gas your your la- second to last show. What yeah, is it? you can this say is, goodbyes to Brad. It, it, it might be the last one. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We, we could pack yeah, so, it in after today. I may never survive. Okay. So you, your final question you want me to ask anybody on the team would be the the service question. Yes, that's it. No, or, or, or okay. Say that, that's it okay. exactly. I could do that. Okay. Hey, hey, and Brad. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah. We'll cut you loose here. Uh, go enjoy Baltimore. Well, go to that all you can crab. Yeah, yeah we got, got Jermaine there. Here. I know. Cut me loose. I understand. <laughs> and he's got he's got he's got a hit. His group is hitting balls here. We got a couple minutes with him. So we'll uh, we'll cut okay. you loose. Enjoy Baltimore. We'll talk to him when you get back. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Brad. Again, uh, Brad. Brought to you by uh, John Howie.